And now it's too late with Alan Mosley. Guys, welcome back for another episode of It's Too Late with Alan Mosley. Blake, I meant to ask you this like a week or two ago, and I've forgotten every week, but I've remembered this week. Yeah. So with all the extra time that you've had at the house with all the kids being out of school and all that, what what, what have y'all been doing to like pass the time and keep from going crazy? Farm work. Lots of farm work. Mending fences birthing cat birthing birthing goats we've had two goats born we're expecting five more goats to give birth which can be something like 10 or 12 more we bought a we bought a set of cows just keeping busy on the farm trying to get that together we did sell a bunch of goats which is really nice so there you go just keep them keep busy just kids at school kids doing the school work from home we don't like it but we're doing it now i don't believe any of that for a second because i know your kids aren't doing the farm work you are Actually, they've been stepping up pretty good, man. They've been doing really good. We're really proud of them. They've uh, they've going out in the morning and really? the evening helping everybody eat huh. and all that. So yeah, good stuff. All right. Yeah, well, that's good. Putting a crack on them, you know. Put cracking that whip, man. You know. I uh, I had a I had a different monologue prepared and I scrapped <laughs> it at the last minute okay. just because of our good friend Mike Meharry. Okay. So there was a there face. This is something Facebook did because a lot of people are really struggling with with the loneliness and the separation and all that stuff from, Uh from the pandemic and all the shutdowns and all that crap. And so this is what Facebook did. Go ahead and pull up the graphic. Their idea of saving people from this time of misery is to add a new emoji. That's the care emoji. Oh gosh. Even apart, we're in this together. No, we're not. Does that make so, you feel warm and so? Fuzzy? So I, yeah. Ooh. So that actually was from my post where I just simply said no. Yeah. No. But here, but this is the funny thing though. So they do that right, but then there's a bunch of people saying I I can't find it. I don't. I like it's not on there. It's not on their emojis. Like they can't they can't react to a post with the care emoji. And so <laughs> and so I'm 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 telling them Mike because this is this this is sad, but it genuinely made me laugh. <laughs> is that I was I was talking about it and I was just hitting care emoji on every single post he makes <laughs> for the last several days every comment he makes is just alan cares That's but awesome. he doesn't have that and so he actually made a post saying that uh that you know facebook added the care emoji yeah. to help people through this tough time but i don't have that so i feel more isolated than i've ever felt <laughs> i shouldn't i shouldn't be laughing but th- this will actually be a good test so if you're yeah. watching the show right now on our live premiere on Facebook, which is at eight central, nine Eastern time. Yeah. Uh, if, if the care emoji is there, go ahead and go ahead and give this show a care. Spam that monkey. <laughs> Not, a like. Not a like. By the way, likes are for losers. Yes. I'm just saying like, if, if you, if you like something, you got to do the love or you got to do my classic was the wow. Yeah. I wow react everything. Wow. Wow's dead. <laughs> I now care react everything. <laughs> But the love react is also good. That's great. If you just like, it's like, I don't, I didn't like your post enough to take the extra few seconds to look at all the different reactions. I just clicked like, <laughs> get out of here with your like reactions. We don't, we don't want your likes. We That's want weakness. your, we want your cares. <laughs> your cares. <laughs> oh, anyway. Why are you laughing? Because it's funny, dude. Okay, I I, I felt like you were laughing <laughs> and, at me. I'm not laughing at you. Okay, at you because because you know it it's almost insanely cynical just to just to create an emoji like that. It's it's just you just want to slap something. It you know, well, I, I mean, I you know, I could sit here and talk about how Facebook is as a POS because 
if, you know, every time you mention, I actually noticed this on some of our stuff. Uh-huh. If you mention anything related to the pandemic, uh-huh. then they actually put links on your stuff to like World Health Organization, CDC, so that you can get, quote, accurate information, which is, that's BS. They're, yeah. they're not accurate. Um, so if, and, and I think it was YouTube, it was YouTube that said that they're actually actively deleting videos. If anyone posts a video of something that contradicts the CDC, they delete uh-huh. it. Oh, I'm like, that's, that's amazing. Yeah. That's, that's genuinely cool. incredible. That's not cool. I, I, I'm going to tell a quick story before we okay. do our first commercial break. I actually had this conversation with a buddy of mine recently where I had said, I, I don't get this narrative where people talk about like the greedy corporate capitalist pig. Because in their world, they're thinking that all those people care about is money. And of course, what we would say is, is that, well, we're counting on that. We know yeah. that all, the only thing that people care about is money. But you know, in a weird way, that works out because they're incentivized to make decisions where they succeed and they right. make money and they're prosperous. And they're decentivized against making decisions based on their feely feels uh-huh. if it might potentially lose them money. Right. But that... That I really feel like that's been turned on its head the last several years. Like you look at ESPN and they've got all this cultural diversity BS now as opposed to just, you know, sports. Right. Like it's a sports network. God yeah. forbid you talk about sports. <laughs> I'm telling on them because the NFL draft was just recently and I was watching the draft and stuff. And like they can't help themselves. They can't help yeah. but to try to interject politics and, and issues and stuff into their broadcast. I just, I can't, I could I can't, I can't yeah. watch it. I yeah. can't watch anymore. And, and then like take, for instance, a YouTube, like they're running people off from adding content to their platform, which by the way, it's not like they're paying people to do it. People are uploading their videos. They're hoping to get their videos out there, but YouTube basically gets free content from right. the world and they're deleting people's free content if it doesn't line up with their politics. That blows my mind. Yeah. Like it goes to show you the power of virtue signaling. Mm-hmm. And it also goes to show you how, and this is, this was the point my buddy made was that the, it's it, the squeaky wheel gets the grease, right? Yeah. And so, whereas the population of people who will actually like boycott Chick-fil-A because they funded something or whatever, the population of people that are like that is actually pretty small, right? but they make a lot of noise. Yeah. And so the people making business decisions are, are getting mixed signals and they're afraid that that problem is going to get out of hand because they're making so much noise right. that they cave, right? They yeah. acquiesce yeah. to these people. Yeah. And if there's one thing I can tell you for certain, if you ever find yourself, you viewer at home, if you ever find yourself in a situation where you, you kind of have like you're a principal, but you're, you're really being challenged in, in the social marketplace, so to speak, you, you got to stand firm. Because it's not about the people making the most noise. I know that it seems that way, but it's just because it's the squeaky wheel gets the grease. But you, you, th- that that adage isn't isn't to say that that's what you want. Right. Because it's a squeaky wheel doesn't mean it. You should give it the grease. The grease should go evenly out to all the wheels or right. to the wheels that are most important to your <laughs> machine, right? So you should be making decisions based on the whole on on yeah. or your whole customer base or. Mm-hmm. Or, or goodness forbid, in case of like something like ESPN, if you're a sports network, how about you just do sports? Right. Yeah. It's, it's, in, it's at this moment, at the end of the monologue, uh-huh. that I realize I forgot to shave. Nah, you're fine. 
What yeah, an un- right. what an like I know people that like I can't believe it. <laughs> How unprofessional is this host? You can't have facial hair in late night. Yes, you can. Absolutely. No, no, yes. you cannot. Well, I approve. So don't worry about it. Okay. You're good. You're good. Five okay. o'clock shadow thing totally rocks. I was thinking about doing the I was thinking about doing like the goatee thing again. Nah. Because because to me that that's evil twin Alan. Like you know how in the old cartoons uh-huh. there would be like Bugs Bunny, but if Bugs Bunny had like a mustache and a goatee, yeah. then that was that's how you knew as the kid that that yeah. was the evil twin Bugs Bunny. Yeah, you know what I think? I, I think I think the goatee thing is just too pre-COVID, man. You know, you got to stick to the times. <laughs> <laughs> are we at a point where we're measuring things based on pre-covid yep. and post-covid absolutely that, that no goatees are pre-covid kind of like full beards are pre-covid you know yeah guys we will be right back after this commercial break don't go away If you're enjoying tonight's show, consider supporting the program by becoming a member of our Patreon. That's over at patreon.com slash Alan Mosley. Hey, uh, hey Blake. Yeah. What time is it? Time for... meme of the week whoa <laughs> so so for people that are not giant nerds like me this is a scene from lord of the rings the fellowship of the ring yeah where the hobbits are hiding from one of the ring race one of the nazgul okay and of course instead of the nazgul they have a cop with his with his face mask on <laughs> and he's looking for people that don't have face masks that's what okay. he's doing I so wasn't, I, I wasn't really sure about that i was like i th- my take on that was that maybe maybe they were afraid that he was going to give them something because he's got a mask on no, no. Okay, okay. You got to understand the reference from the movie. That's one of the Nazgul. He's looking for the hobbits. Gotcha, and so the hobbits gotcha. are hiding. Okay. Well, I mean, you can look at it both ways, right? I, I explained mean- it so that everyone would get it in case you weren't a Lord of the Rings fan. Gotcha, and then you probably. have to come in here and muddy it up so now people are confused again. No, I mean, it's like the cop is sick and they're hiding because they don't want to get what he has. Well, all cops are sick because okay. all cops are, you know, something else. That we can't say wearing masks. Yeah, yeah. They they should they should wear masks. Yeah. They actually they should just quit their jobs. That's what they should hmm. do. We actually have something really great about that in the next segment. We okay. gotta we gotta cool our jets on that because the yeah, next yeah. segment is gonna be really spicy when spicy. it comes to that. But uh, in the meantime, let's answer some viewer mail. I think we talked about this before that we we got to change the music on that one. It's too, yeah. It's too like it's too breaking news. Yeah, and not enough fun questions. But still, it just makes the moment seem so big and epic. That's what she said. Viewer mail. Anyway, so Dave from Nashville, Tennessee. Oh, right up the road here in Nashville. Uh, Dave from Nashville, Tennessee writes: Dear Alan and Blake, what is your favorite restaurant? Um, we're, we're going to make this a two-parter. We're going to say your favorite restaurant and then, and then for, for people at home who may not be familiar with that restaurant, say it's a local eatery. We'll okay. say, also say, what's your favorite like chain restaurant? Oh, okay. Blake, what's your favorite restaurant? 
man, it's been so long since I've been to a restaurant. I can't remember. What? Mm-hmm. You I'm know sad. what? Do you know what the last time we went to a restaurant? Lord, it's been what? Three months? Mercy. Do they still have restaurants? I didn't know. It has. It's you have not not been to a restaurant for three months. It hasn't <laughs> been that long. Three weeks, maybe not three yeah, months. No. All right, I, I, I like I, I I like ponchos down the road. I hope they're okay. still there after this is over. All right, so yes, so my favorite restaurant is Ponchos. We have this awesome, like authentic Mexican place here in in Columbia, Tennessee, yeah. called Ponchos. Ponchos is yes, sir. Ponchos is the, yes, sir. Ponchos is one of those places where so first of all, it's just great. It is, and I always get the chicken fajita nachos. The second thing is, it's one of those types of restaurants where like when you order what is supposed to be like one entree for a single person, yeah. it's a plate like this big and it's mm-hmm. piled yeah. that high. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, I don't, I don't like they, they have to be killing 20 chickens just for my <laughs> one plate of chicken fajita nachos. It's, it's outrageous. It's unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah. I sound like Regis Philbin. It's outrageous. It's unbelievable. Hey, but then again, that, you know, that was pre COVID, you know, we might go back there and then these little Christ. bitty plates about that. All right. Big, that's it. Know, that's it. Know. No, I'm cutting you off. That's <laughs> it. It was a fun little bit in the first segment. We're not doing pre COVID anymore. Wait, what was the We're, second part of the question? You it, what's your favorite chain, favorite chain restaurant? So most people don't, who don't live here don't know what Poncho's is. What's your favorite chain restaurant that everyone will recognize? Uh, 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 what's the Italian place? Uh, gosh. Olive Garden? Yeah, that place. One of my favorite chains. Because okay. you can eat anything there. It's all the same, but it's, okay. it's really good. Just lots all of right. everything there. Okay. All right. Carabas is pretty good, too. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Okay. How about right. you? What's yours? Um, same. Oh. Burger Actually, King? I think I like... Sure Burger King? I like Red Lobster more okay, than Olive Garden. All right. Okay. Sure. Didn't those all used to be owned by the same company? It, yeah. it doesn't matter. Who, oh, who knows? They're, they're, whoever yeah. it is, they... We they just hope to... they're back when this is over. Yeah. If if Poncho's is back, the rest can go. I don't care. Okay. Uh, Mike from Jacksonville, Florida writes, uh, Dear Alan and Blake, I have pocket gophers tunneling in my front yard. What should I do? Uh, Blake, do you have gophers out there? Uh, Not gophers, but we have woodchucks. You, you know, got woodchucks? Yeah. They're so how are, how are you handling on steroids. it? They're huge. How, how, are you, how are you handling it? I, I like them. I actually give them banana chips and keep them around because I oh think they're Oh, my God. But gophers? Yeah. You know, the only way to get rid of a gopher, boy, stick the water hose down in there and just watch them swim. I like I like that that – like I – somehow this is, this, is how I, this is how you can tell that me and Blake have been working together too long. I knew that that's what Blake's answer was going to be. I knew that Blake's answer was going to be Something let's, Jerry, let's right? run the risk of just destroying the whole property. I actually thought you were going to say something like just – put methane gas down there and light oh, yeah. a torch or something. Oh, uh, dude, do you just... remember Caddyshack? You ever yeah. see the first movie? You know, yeah. That's what I thought right. you were going to say. Oh, yeah. Just give it, just give him a mass produced cream filled pastry. It'll be epic. So, so Mike, uh, to answer your question, Blake suggests just destroy your property. Um, <laughs> Eric from Gainesville, Florida writes, uh, dear Alan and Blake, what pandemic phrase irks you the most? Mm. Like, you know, like social distancing, uh, flatten the oh. curve. What what's what's oh. the one that grinds your gears the most? They start every single TV commercial with the same phrase, in these difficult times, or in these challenging times. Ah, oh, come on, just knock it off. You know, okay, I'm sick of hearing that. The, all right, so 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 my new one is being apart together. Oh God. Uh, Jeff from Gillette, Pennsylvania writes, uh, "Dear Alan and Blake, pot pie or apple pie? Pot pie or apple pie, Blake?" <laughs> Why do they got to do that? Stop with the food, man. I eat both of those like a 
like a monster. I will, I will destroy both. I'll put them together. I love both. How can you choose one of those over the other? It's just not okay. I feel like we could do a whole series of videos that where we- That makes me angry. Are, are you done? Yeah. Are, like yeah. when the camera's back on me, so I just yeah. assume you're done ranting, but I'll wait. wait. Are you still going? No. Okay. No. You're good. I, I feel like we could do a whole series of videos on like our different food questions of our food quiz <laughs> is having the thing that's in the question and doing like a thing about it, like a taste testing or whatever. Yeah. I feel like we could do that and it would get like millions more views than our actual show. <laughs> would you would you drink a ketchup smoothie though? For the show. For the show. I mean, you ate an impossible Whopper for God's sakes. No, because if you, if I said yes to that, there'd be one sitting on the desk right here, and everybody'd be watching me have to take that thing down. And there ain't enough antacid in the world to cure you from that mess. Uh, and finally, the last one, uh, Andrew from Coatesville, Pennsylvania, asks, uh, "Dear Alan Blake." What would a chair look like if your knees bent the other way? Well, my left knee kind of feels like it's bending the other way right now. We were talking about that before oh, the yeah. show. So I, I think my knee is dead. Oh, I'm Do you sorry. have a funeral for when your body parts die, but you're still alive? I, no, my I, left knee is donezo. No, you know what you do? What? You just get you a broomstick and strap it to your leg and walk around like a cripple. You just you just get you a you just get you a broomstick and you just get you. You just get you. This you're from you're from Florida. That's not so? even the real South. You're culturally appropriating. Oh, so you want me to talk like this then? Because you're culturally like you appropriating want. me right now. No, no, it's okay, man. See, we could just now you're no stop it. Now you're cult culturally appropriating other people. You're gonna get us in trouble. Please stop. Okay. You're, you know what? You're a racist. No, I'm not. You're Stop a it. racist. I'm the most, most unracist person you know. Racist. I am so unracist. Racist. Unbelievable. Knock it off. Um, well, if you're done with your, if you're done with your ethnic slurs, I think we're going to move on to the next commercial break. <laughs> sure. Your ad could be playing right now, reaching thousands of potential customers. Sadly, it's not, but it could be. Find out how to be an advertised sponsor for It's Too Late with Alan Mosley. Email us at alan at funnybroke.com. You know, one day we're just going to have to just let the whole music clips play out. Yeah. And then, like, that's just the show. The show is just a series of, <laughs> of tunes. That's the only reason anyone watches the show. <laughs> you know, I'm actually I'm actually working on a music video. Oh, you are? I'm going to play a song. Yeah. Good. Yeah. The world needs to see how talented you really are. <laughs> <laughs> You heard it. You heard it. It was. I didn't say that. Anyway, uh, so in our in our stack for for today's uh, desk two segment, uh, I have it titled arrest. Now you might remember, I have said for a long time now that like the feds are not going to have to come shut you down because the, your neighbors will do it for them. Yeah. In this case, the your local police, along with help from your neighbors, will do it for them. Uh, so this is this is actually from KGNS, and this is from Laredo, Texas. Uh, two arrested for allegedly violating emergency management plan. Oh, here we go. Oh, yeah. Here, here we, we go. go. Someone called into the tip line because someone was doing some unauthorized business, so uh -oh. they gotta they gotta crack down on them. Uh, Laredo, Texas. A tip from the Laredo Police Department mobile app. 
Yeah. They should, have a mobile talk app about, for this? Talk about things that shouldn't exist. Jeez. Leads to two arrests of people violating the city's stay home, work safe orders. It, yeah. The two investigations originated from tips on Wednesday, April 15th. Both of the alleged violators allegedly solicited customers online via social media. Wait, so hold on a second. So they're, they're, so the government shuts business down. So you're not making any money. So you can't pay your bills. So as a last ditch effort to try to make some cash, you're advertising online that you can like do some business from home. And that's not, that's still not good enough. That's still not good enough. Uh, Two undercover officers. Working on the COVID nineteen task force in task force enforcement. Jeez, is this that real that exists? That exists, by I, the way. Are they asking me to get in a boxcar yet? Because that you know. that exists, by the way. The COVID nineteen task force made contact with each solicitor to set up an appointment for a cosmetic slash beauty service that is prohibited under the emergency ordinance. So. This is the beautiful thing about natural rights right. is that you have them regardless of anyone passing any emergency ordinance. That's There's right. no such thing. You can, you can use whatever flowery language you want and, 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 and there could legitimately be something going on in the world. But if you have a right, you have it. Yeah. It doesn't, it's not a right unless people are coughing. It's not a right unless someone shoots at some kids at a school. Right. It's not a right unless someone says some mean things on the internet. It's just a right. You just have it. So anyway, police arrested 31-year-old Anna Isabel Castro Garcia, that's a lot of names, at the 1200 block of Harding Street after she allegedly agreed to provide an undercover officer with nail service. They've actually got police going under... Undercover, like they say that, like like they're in a hard gang or something. Yeah, they're going undercover, asking <laughs> for some beauty services, Ugh. and if you agree to do them, freeze. You're going scumbag. To How Jesus dare you do Christ. nails? Castro Garcia allegedly admitted that she was running a nail salon inside her house and promoting her business via social media. So again, she is staying home. Right. But she's inviting people into there. So, so like your person, you're responsible for it yourself, by the way. Yeah. So she is actually. So first of all, she should be able to do business wherever she wants because go f yourself. But she actually is staying home and providing the service at home. But the yes. personal responsibility is on you as the customer as to whether or not you trust going out and going to this person's home right. for that service. But that's still not good enough for these people. These people are freaking Nazis. They're monsters. Like it's amazing that we live in a time, we live in an era where everyone who doesn't agree with you is a fascist. Uh-huh. Except for, of course, that's BS. Just because someone has a difference of opinion with you doesn't automatically make them a fascist. Right. But these people actually are. They are. <laughs> these people actually are fascists. They are. And they're, but they're, of course, they're heroes, saluting all that garbage. Um. She was arrested and charged with violation of emergency management plan CB. I wonder what emergency management plan A was. And was transported to the Webb County Jail where she was held in lieu of a $500 bond set by Judge uh, Dominguez. So these, these are poor people who are running out of money because they can't go to work. So they're trying to figure out ways to raise some cash from home. They can't. 
And so you arrest them and now they're having to sit in jail because A, you have kidnapped them and right. B, they can't, afford, they can't afford to pay your BS bond. So now they're in jail. Is, is that the answer? Like, is that the, like, no matter what you think about all the BS going on in the news about the pandemic crisis, no matter where you fall on that, is the answer to put this poor lady in jail? No, of course not. In the second case, Brenda Stephanie Mata, 20, was arrested at the 1100 block of Hubner Street after she allegedly agreed to perform eyelash service inside her home for an undercover cop. So again, she's just inviting people into her home to come for a service that, Jesus Christ. Mata was arrested and charged with violation of emergency management plan CB and was transported to the Webb County Jail. Jeez. This is, this is the end of the article right here. Police would like to remind the community that during the stay-at-home order, non-essential business shall remain closed and any violation will result in a citation or even jail time. Let me, let me translate that for you. Police are telling you under penalty of death that during the order to, during the lockdown on which you are imprisoned in your home, Anyone that we deem non-essential, not non-essential, everyone's essential. If you're a human being trying to make money to put food on your table, you are essential. essential. Paying your bills is essential, so any work you do to pay pay those bills is essential. There's no such thing as non-essential. Let me clear that up right now. There's no such thing as non-essential. But to them, if we deem that you are not of the favored class that we will allow to make money, you will remain closed or you will suffer our consequences. And if you resist those, you will die. That's what that actually says. Not that's not their flowery wording. That's no. what it actually yeah. says. Like that just Where is this going? Is this going to get better or is this crap going to continue? I mean, at what point does does it just stop? I mean, I was looking on my Facebook feed today, you know, and I mean, it's gone from happy go lucky and a whole lot of people just agreeing with it and going along with it and recommending others to just wear the mask, wear the gloves when you go out in public, protect yourself, protect your friends. It's okay to now I'm sick and tired of wearing a mask. You know what I mean? At what point is it going to end? Let me, so I'll, I'll, I'll end this segment on this before we take our next commercial break is that what, what I am mostly concerned with at this point because I I feel like the tables are starting to turn. You're starting to have more people say question out loud. I don't know if this lockdown is the right thing. Maybe, mm-hmm. maybe they jumped the gun on this stuff. Maybe people should be back open, yada, yada, yada. What I'm more concerned with is that and, and I'm not one of these conspiracy types that thinks this whole thing was a big psyop by the government to see what people would put up with. I'm not saying that that's what it was exclusively, although I am saying they're absolutely taking notes oh, on yeah. what people will put oh, up yeah. with. And wh- what, I'm, what I'm mostly concerned with at this point is if this is how far the envelope could be pushed and if this is how much people were willing to lay down and accept because they were scared of the flu, how much further will it go during the next crisis. Oh yeah. That because it's not like it's not like the coronavirus will go away and then we're going to have 100 years of plenty. There's yeah. going to be another crisis. There now is. there may be another crisis that's manufactured or there mm-hmm. may be another crisis that's genuinely something 
to be concerned about. Right. To me, that's that's irrelevant. Right. Whether whether or not it's something that's blown out of proportion or whether it's something to genuinely be concerned about, that is totally irrelevant. Right. What is relevant is is again, if they were able to get away with this much crap, if so many state governors were willing to put to put the boot down on the necks of so many people, if the federal government was able to pass so many bills to just ram through so much crap through Congress, so much extra spending, uh, just exploding deficits to add, I mean, what, like four, six, eight trillion more dollars to yeah. the national debt in a matter of months. If they were able to do that over something like this, yeah. imagine what they'll do next time. It'll be really bad. Um, yes. <laughs> yes, it's going to be, it will really be bad. really bad until, and, and, and I don't even use these silly phrases like, well, until the people come together and rise up, there's no such thing. Again, most people are on board. It's, yeah. it's only silly people like you or I that actually care about our liberties that are, they're pushing back at all. Most people don't care. Right. Most people do not hold liberty as a primary political virtue. Most people are, who are afraid. And again, I, I'm not, I'm not blaming them for being, for being stupid or evil. They're scared. That's what, that's what government does. That's what evil people do is they make people afraid. And then when people are afraid, they're more likely to go along with whatever commands they're given because they're yeah. scared. Um, I, I don't know what the answer it is to that. All I know is, is that I'm, I'm, I'm about done with the whole COVID thing. Like I think, I think we're about done. I, I yeah. genuinely think that given another few weeks, another month, people are going to start coming around to, okay, it's time to move on with life. Yeah. But what will they do next time? And that's a really scary question because it's going to be bigger. Of course. That's what they do. They, they, they never, they've learned way. You ne Liberty much. never comes back no. without, without a, without wholesale changes in culture from top oh, to yeah. bottom. It only gets worse. It doesn't yeah. get better. Um, yeah. What they're, who knows? I, all we can, all we can hope is that people can recover from the enormous recession that's coming as a result of all this. Mm -hmm. And, and as our friend Suzanne would say, hopefully people will be more prepared for the next time a crisis hits. Right. Uh, we'll be right back after this break. You did it. I, I knew you it. would. All right. We're back. We're back on track. Yes, sir. We're back on track. Yes, sir. Um, so this was another segment that I scrapped at the last minute because, you know, there's, there's some, there's some big breaking news out there. Okay. Justin Amash, representative from Michigan, has announced that he is going to seek the L, the Libertarian Party nomination for president of the United States. Okay. Now, this was something that was kind of rumored for a while that he was he was going to do, and people were saying, oh, I think he's going to do it. Maybe he's just waiting for they get their little machine ready to go or whatever. 
Um, this is going to be something that I know within our little community of viewers is going to be a lot of harumph harumph controversy, yelling at one another. And I wanted to share my thoughts on, on uh, Amash and what it means for the race and then a little bit about the LP in general because at, at, people who know me know that I think the LP is a freaking joke and, you know... I, if I if 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 I ran for any position in in the LP, it would be to abolish the LP. That would be my whole platform. Uh, but anyway, so Justin Amash, here's the thing: is that a lot of people, there was a time when a lot of your typical liberty crowd were really big fans of Justin Amash, and where and where I think he felt, I feel like he really first cut his teeth was really being an outspoken opponent of the Patriot Act. And he was one of the people that was that was on the front line saying this is wrong, this is unconstitutional, this is antithetical to liberty. And and he gained a lot of cred in a lot of circles as as being a principled type of person who would stand up and say those things, even at a time when maybe a lot of people are scared. A lot of time, uh, uh, something that has kind of all of a sudden become ingrained in our system since 9-11. But he was willing to take a very principled stand against it. And, and that earned him a lot of fans, and rightfully so. He, des- he deserved it. And also, as far as elected representatives go, which that's a very low bar, might I add, but as far as elected representatives go, I mean, he's towards the very top. Now, I know in, in recent months, uh, some people have soured on Justin because they feel like he's, he's taken a very strong anti-Trump stance, and they feel like that He's doing that maybe because he's trying to cater to the left or he's catering to a different demographic, a different audience. Like, look at me. Look how anti-Trump I am. Now, I'll come out and say I don't hold that much against him because, frankly, if you're not against Trump, you're, you, you don't get it. Like, if, if, you're, if you're supporting Trump, like, if you still believe MAGA, if you still believe that he's some sort of mavericky outsider who's going to drain the swamp, you just are, I'm sorry, you're an idiot. You're just an idiot if you still think that at this point. Um, so I don't hold it against uh, Amash for 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 being anti-Trump, although although you could criticize that that has kind of become who he is. Like that's that's kind of overtaken his whole persona of well, you know what what can I say or do today to to be a thorn to Donald Trump as opposed to it's 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 almost like more of a. Um, more of a strategy thing. Am am I going to uh, promote the positive things that I believe in, or am I going to criticize the negative things I'm against? And there and there's and there's room for both of those. But I I I can I will concede that if all you ever do is criticize someone as opposed to t- taking a genuine amount of time to promote the positive things you're for, then yeah, you can come off as as a character or a caricature that you maybe don't want to be. Um, but with that said, again, as, as elected representatives go, he's up there. Um, now let's, let's just like, let's just call it for what it is. Um, he's not going to be the next president of the United States. No third party (laughs) candidate will ever win the presidency of the United States. As long as the system in place that currently exists is still in place. Right. It is a rigged game. It will uh-huh. only ever be a Democrat or a Republican because they are not two parties. They are one party. 
It's it's one big club that and you ain't in it, as George That's Carlin right. would always say. Mm-hmm. Um, Amash is not in that is not in that club, so he ain't gonna get elected. There you go. Um, newsflash: Donald Trump getting elected wasn't a giant rebuke of the system because guess what? They're still we're still at war. They're still yep. bombing brown people overseas. Mm-hmm. They're still running up the deficits. Uh, they're still. I, there's been more anti-gun legislation or, or orders under Trump than even under Obama. Um, you know, deficit spending, yada yada yada. Guys, get get over it. There's, yeah. it they're all they're all in the club that you're not in. It's all the same. Um, so I don't, I don't hold it against someone like if if the reason why Amash is running is because he wants to get on the national stage and he wants to talk about his principles, then that's bravo. Yeah, that's great. Um, I would not donate him any money because, especially now, because we ain't got no money, because um, <laughs> he's not going to get elected. Like, I, I always feel so bad for people that maybe this is their first rodeo, I don't know, and they, they support somebody because they actually think, oh, this is actually a good candidate. Once we, once we just tell everybody how great he is, then everyone will wake up. No! They don't hold your, they, liberty is not the primary political virtue of the overwhelming majority of people. So you can't go out there spreading those, I, 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 I love it that you talk about, I, I love it that those are your principles. I love that you try to spread those principles. I mean, I've been doing this on the show for going on three years now, um, but I'm not running for office. And if I did run for office, it would only ever be to get on the biggest stage I could and talk about the principles of peace and liberty. That that would be the only purpose of doing it. It wouldn't be to get elected because you're not going to get elected. If you're right. not promising a bunch of uh, angry people free stuff, you're not going to get elected. That's how it works. Yeah. Um, so Amash isn't going to get elected president of the United States. And first of all, he wouldn't get elected by any party because, I mean, the major parties wouldn't have him and no minor party is ever going to get elected. Um, but there is, there is a couple of things I, I want to say is that first of all, First, he can do whatever he wants, but it is worth mentioning that there are other candidates who have long since declared their intention to seek the LP nomination, and they've been out on the trail and they've been having debate debates. They've had some they've had some debates that were that were casted live on the internet and different things. And in some ways, Amash kind of jumping in, it's not exactly the last minute, but jumping in way after a lot of others and not having participated in any of that stuff not really having participated with the other people in in the debates, um, not really, I I can't say that he hasn't helped spread the message because he, I mean, he has his own principles and and like I said, I I think by and large, he's been a pretty good representative. Um, But I know that there's going to be some people that are bitter feeling like he's just sort of throwing his hat in at the last minute to kind of quote unquote steal the nomination. And for the LP's part, at the end of the day, the LP, guys, the LP is a political party. I don't support political parties, period, full stop. I do not support political parties. They are a political party. I don't support them, full stop. Uh, they're t- by the way, they're totally going to install him as the nominee. Like, I know that there's people out there, I'm sure there's people that watch this show that are uh, Jacob Hornberger folks or an Arvin Bora or a Dan Berman or, you know, whatever. Guys, the LP is going to railroad everybody to make Amash the nominee because he has the biggest platform and the biggest 
you know, notoriety. That's that's totally what they're going to do. It's going to be it's going to be the next Gary Johnson. Now, I think Justin Amash is better than Gary Johnson. I think he would be a better nominee than Gary Johnson. I'm just saying that's what's going to happen. They're they're totally going to promote him, and he's going to be the next nominee because he's the most famous. Um, I I did want to. By the way, I, I wanted to pull up a tweet that the LP made. Um, after nearly 50 years of working against uh, expanding debt deficits, violations of liberties, new wars abroad, and barriers to property across our uh, prosperity across our country, every victory matters. Welcome home, Congressman Amash, and thank you for helping us make history. Now, what they're talking about there is they're saying we've made history because for the first time ever, there's a libertarian in Congress, as in like an actual libertarian yeah. in the LP. That's a load of crap. He didn't get elected as a libertarian. He got elected as a Republican, and then he changed his his identification to independent fairly recently, and now he's changing to libertarian specifically for the purposes of running for the LP's presidential nomination. That is not the same thing as saying, ooh, we got a libertarian elected to Congress. If you cared at all about who the man was, if you cared about what his principles and what he stood for, then Ron Paul was a libertarian, and he was in Congress for a long time, a lot, a lot, long time before people like Justin Amash or Thomas Massey. Thomas Massey is a very libertarian individual. He ran as a Republican. He got elected as a Republican. So it would be wrong for the LP to say, oh, pat ourselves on the back. Mission, mission success guy, we got, a, we got a libertarian elected. If you cared about a little L libertarian getting elected, then that's great. Ron Paul got elected. Justin Mosh has been elected. Uh, Thomas Massey's been elected. But don't claim victory. Don't pat yourself on the back and say, oh no, he's one of us as in one of our politicos, one of our party members. We, he's a libertarian on the LP ticket and he got elected. That is not true. That is such a bold, like it's, it's like, it's such a typical LP thing to do. I like, I actually cringed when I saw that tweet. I was like, oh my God, they're actually doing this. They're just, I mean, just hook, line and singer, man. They just immediately absorb Justin and Mosh as one of their own and say, oh no, 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 no guys. He's, he's a libertarian, which means he's a part of the LP. So look at the, look at the house chart where there's, there's however many Republicans, however many Democrats and one libertarian. We, we, we made history. You didn't do Jack. And even, and even then, even if you think I'm wrong and you, and you, and you count Justin, the LP didn't do Jack. Justin Amash got elected to Congress. The LP didn't get anybody elected to Congress. I don't know why this is making me so mad. I I guess I'm just, I'm mad at people that try to claim credit where it's totally not due. (laughs) So if you like Justin Amash and you want to support him, that's great. I hope you only support him because he's trying to get the message out there and you understand that he will not be president of the United States. Um, if this, uh, you absolutely shouldn't support the LP though. Like I, I would, I would, I would in a, in some other alternate universe, not this one, because I, I don't, I'm an anarchist. I ain't going to vote. So I don't vote. But in some other alternate universe, I would be willing to support someone who was running as an independent and they said, I am me. These are my principles. This is who I am. I'm fine with that. But the LP and to say, oh yeah, he's one of us. Look, we did this. You didn't do anything. You didn't do anything. (laughs) 
Why am I so mad, Blake? I don't know. I'm, I'm really You're upset. You're very passionate about this subject. It's just, I should, I, I dude, I'm totally going to run. Like, next. Absolutely. Like, four, like two or four years from now, I'm totally going to run Let's either for, like, like, LP chair or, <laughs> or yeah, for. like, they wouldn't even ask you. <laughs> well, it's not, they, you don't ask. You run and, that's, and people. That's true. But, yeah. you know, hey, it's, it's you you don't know anything about anything. I don't right? know anything about that sort of stuff. I, I I'm serious. I'm either I'm it. either gonna run for like LP chair or I'm gonna run for Congress or something. Right. And and I'm gonna run and I'm gonna say that like I'm gonna say I'm a libertarian, but uh-huh. I'm totally gonna run as an independent. I'm not gonna run as a member of the <laughs> LP. You know what I would actually love? This would actually make me genuinely smile. Is that if I ran in some district and the LP ran a candidate against me saying they were the real libertarian. That would would actually make me genuinely laugh until I cried. It really would. Those people are a freaking joke. Guys, we will be right back after this break. us on our Facebook page. It's facebook.com slash funnybroke. You can follow me on Twitter. That's twitter.com at Alan M. Mosley. Subscribe to us on YouTube. It's youtube.com slash funnybroke. I'm going to do I'm going to run for something. Run for something. I'm going to do it. Yeah, do it. Don't tell me what I'm going to do and not do. I'm going to do it. Just don't run for your life. How about that? Well, I mean, I'm probably if I, if I actually got elected, I probably would have yeah, to run for my life because I don't actually want to do anything. That would be that's totally my nightmare. My nightmare is is that I run for something as just a giant freaking joke, just to get on the biggest stage possible to say you're all a bunch of sheep, and you win. Be believe in liberty, man, and then I would win, and then I'd have to show up to work. I mean, I guess I could just I could just resign. Oh man! But I mean, if you go that far, you might as well collect the paycheck, right? Yeah, yeah. You might as well push your agenda all the way through, just like they all do. And then you're as low as they are. But then, uh, then, then I would probably get Epstein. Is what would happen next? Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. 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 Seth Riched. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Duncan limped. Oh. And just the list yeah. goes on, man. <laughs> yeah. Well. <laughs> 
I, you might be able to add Ken Jong Un to that soon. That's that's gonna be that's gonna be like my that that's gonna be my legacy is that if, if I if I get murdered for running my mouth, people people will then be able to say later, ooh, I don't want to get Alan Mosley. That's what's, <laughs> that's what's gonna, this got really dark, Colin. Yes, like right here at the end, we're supposed we to be listening to like the smooth jazz and hanging out and talking about what a great show we had. And then all, this, then we got, then it got. Yeah. This is actually on the front of my desk. People can't see. This is the only see. person I ever voted for, right there. And you still have a sticker. That's amazing. I still have one on my car. Yeah. And and not 2012, by the way. I still got 2008. <laughs> is that how long you've had your car? Uh, <laughs> no, I've had that. I've had that car. A little bit longer than that. I wonder if that sticker's worth any money, man. You no. should auction it. Just make some more. Who cares? <laughs> you might have to ask old Ron if you can, though. <laughs> he he won't care. I'm pretty sure the Ron Paul 2008 PCC is no longer active, so right. I think it's done deal. But you're you're a worry ward. I'm, I think <laughs> I'm I, I'm worried that you worry too much. <laughs> you don't know this copyright thing going on. It's kind of like the old COVID, you know. You're culturally appropriating me. You're not even Southerner. <laughs> I'm yes, a Southerner. I, am. I was born in Memphis, Tennessee, man. Whatever. Race is so, Miami, though. So full of it. I'm culturally confused. <sighs> you're you're yeah. you're culturally curious. No, culturally that... confused. There's a big difference there. Okay. Yes. All right. I, I I'm not trying to. <laughs> if, if it, so, anyone at home that's culturally curious, I'm not offending. <laughs> what know. is that anyway? It it doesn't. No. I can't even make any jokes because you just stomp on all the punchlines. I'm just going to stop. Jesus. <laughs> Guys, thank you so much for listening to another episode of It's Too Late with Alan Mosley, and we will see you next week.